Hello, and welcome to the Casino Tears podcast. I'm one of your hosts, 10 Ton is number one, and joining me as my co-host is the one and only Ed Robinson from Roll to Win Craps. If you want more info on our show, please visit our page at casinotears.com. On this week's episode, we discuss the Cromwell session, meeting up with Dice Royalty, Bo the Dice Coach, the new bridge at Vidara, Pappy Van Winkle's amazing shot. We also touch on the Barbary Coast, 10 Tons Vegas Spot, The Deer Hunter, and why Miller High Life is indeed the champagne of beers. What? Are we live? Ed, we are live, and this is not part of the show. I just have to tell you. Okay, Okay, listen. Dude, what do you say we do this? I want to get the stuff that's on my brain out of here while it's fresh with Cromwell Session would be one thing and then bellagio whether we use those for patreon who knows let's just record it and talking about our sessions because we're going to do the same thing when you go play and then is my audio okay uh yeah keep talking ed test one two three oh yeah one. dude you, you sound you sound good dude yeah your 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 mic is fucking awesome man it sounded really good <laughs> like okay. listening back you sounded great there's so many things to talk about though that I feel like from bet you know it's all the it's all the stuff that I think every craft slayer will want to know talking to you cuz I would ask you the same thing what was your set what did you start with how was your bankroll what was your strategy and at each one of those dude we could talk for 10 days about okay all right so I'm going to give you the leading <laughs> don't look at me like that Ed, <laughs> look what? at this mug I see the mug. I know. It's fucking awesome, isn't it? I go pour whiskey in my mug. Brown water. That's a brown water mug. I've got some sort of uh, caffeine energy drink in this. I wish it was tequila. You drink, you like tequila, do you? All right. And I like Miller High Life. You could appreciate that. Champagne of beers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Listen, Ed. This is the great, greatest thing about Miller High Life, okay? There's a movie called uh, The Deer Hunter, right? I don't know if you ever saw that. It was about Vietnam I've War. seen it like, uh, like four or five times. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite movies, right? But anyway, when he's leading, so Christopher Walken's all drugged up, and he's in, you know, he's playing Russian roulette, when, and the, yep. Robert De Niro goes back to Vietnam to find his friend. He's, there's a French guy that is talking to him that's taking him there and he asked him for champagne like if he wanted some champagne and de niro was like no and then he was like or was it i'm not sure if it was de niro walking but he was like you say no to champagne you say no to life and that's what i feel is like you say no to a miller high life because it's champagne of beers and it is it's i don't know it's always been my favorite beer man you can just chug those you don't like that I drank them in high school. <laughs> you could still drink them now. I'm grown up. I'm grown up since then. Yeah, I guess so. My brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, he used to, he drank nothing but Miller. You can't really find Miller High Life here at all in Vegas. They're not in any of the hotels. You know that? Try to order one. You can't find one. I've never ordered a beer in a Vegas yeah. in my life. Yeah, you've, grown, <laughs> you've grown up. Yeah, I'm grown. Okay, so Ed. Let's talk about my adventures 
from yes, our, I, I, I'm, I am waiting with bated breath to hear the tales of Vegas and your recent excursions. Okay. So, uh, two days ago, I ended up, I had my first two uh, sessions of the year and I got a call from a mutual friend, uh, earlier yep. this week. It was, a dice coach, Bo gave me a yep. call. Uh, and he said he was going out with a, another old mutual friend of yours, Pappy Van Winkle. Good old Pappy. Yep. And so, uh, they said they were going to give me a call and to go play and we were going to go play at Bellagio. So it happened. And two days ago, probably around four o'clock, I headed over to Bellagio and you know what? That's what, that's one of the great things about Vegas, man, is that I can just get a call. And then literally like 15 minutes later. And you walked. I walked. It's a great walk, man. You just walk downstairs, make a right, cut through Aria around the back. I want, I want our listeners to understand you live basically on the strip. Yes. I live yeah. right above the strip and so I'm right now I'm looking at the fountains of Bellagio staring at Marquis at Cosmo. I can see Caesar's palace is right there. Paris from my window. I can see 15 casinos, right? So it's, you are, you are in the thick of fan city. Listen, man. Yes. It's an understatement to say that I'm in it. Like I am, mm -hmm. I'm deep in it, like mm -hmm. right in the action. So deep in it, high above it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's the beauty of this place. So it's like, and we'll talk about that, uh, you know, for uh, a long time. But so, all right, so you walked over, you didn't have, did you take new bridge just for our, Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. You know that. So they built yeah, this, this I'm thing 10 was, million miles away. And I know there's a new bridge. Yeah. Well, I found that out when I was playing the WSOP and there's a shortcut, you know, to, for me to get over to the horseshoe, I would cut through Caesars. Yeah. But to get through Caesars, you'd go through Bellagio. Anyway, you'd cut through Vidara, and there was always a bridge that was outside. Then they closed it down, and it's been closed. It just recently opened. It's great because now it's an enclosed bridge. You just enter into Vidara, and you just keep walking straight past the Starbucks. And the cool thing is, is that now... If you hang a right, you can walk right into Cosmo. That's pretty sweet because normally, before you got into into the uh, outside the main entrance of Vidar, you would have to take these the stairway down, cross yeah. over, and then cut through the main like, ent like a uh, driveway or parking entrance into Cosmo to get in. So this is super cool, man. That they uh that they built this hallway there. So anyway, I didn't make a right. I went straight ahead into Bellagio. And then another great thing about Vegas and why Bellagio is awesome. There's a beautiful atrium. They've got all the lunar. I should post this video. I took a video last night of it. It's beautiful. Same thing with the, uh, with the lobby in Aria. They change it every month or whatever event. They've got a big Super Bowl display. And they did that for F1. And they do it for every like holiday and season. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So... It's a short walk from where you live then through all the casinos to get to Bellagio. Yeah. Technically I could have stopped at like 15 craps tables on my way right. there. So to, to a craps table. Yep. So 
So you meet up with, with Bo and Pappy. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I've never met Pappy, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm texting yeah. him and I'm like, I don't, are you this dude in the backpack? And, and he's like, no, I'm in the, like the floral shirt or something. You had flowers. And I'm like, okay, well I'm here. You won't wreck, you know, you can't miss me. Okay. No. Tattoos, long hair, button up shirt. Yeah. Yep. So comes over, meet Pappy for the first time. Cool dude. Then uh Bo showed up just wandering in. Here comes Bo. Mm -hmm. So dude, you I guys were, you guys were going to play at, the Bellagio, but you did not. Correct. So I don't know why. So the tape. So there were only two tables open. One was a crapless table. It was full. The other one was another full table. So the problem there was, I don't think I prefer obviously stick left one where most people I think prefer yeah. to shoot. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, Pappy, he can shoot. He, he's, great at stick right two or stick right one but it was really stick right two where he wasn't Bo was wanted stick right one mm -hmm. that wasn't going to be an option there because the tables were packed so Bo was like let's head over to the cromwell i'm like okay cool because i have one, not one dude, of my favorite casinos to play in right there love playing in the cromwell i think it's because it's old all right you you feel the nostalgia or something in the Cromwell dude, that used to be uh fucking bill's gambling hall. Yeah. Do you know what it was before that? No, fucking, it was a cool name, dude. See if you can... <laughs> actually good name. I probably know the name. Yeah, you do. It was called the Barbary coast. Oh, I know the Yeah. 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 Barbary coast. Exactly. Right. I mean, I love that name. I feel oh, like yeah. they should have left that name. That's a good name. Yeah, but you know, it's also isn't that a movie or something? Too? I don't, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> I think there's a. I feel I mean, like there that, is a there is an actual Barbary Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but okay. that name has some bite to it. Like I'm going to the Barbary Coast, like craps, yeah. you know. Yeah. I want to say it's Cromwell. Yeah, so Cromwell, I have actually played super super late at night one one time. I really don't remember. I mean, I was there maybe for like. uh a half hour max i mean this was at like three in the morning at one night at the tables that you enter there's like the table two tables are in each are in each different sections so the the tables that we played at were the ones that i never played at. i think those were the ones you played at all right so a long time ago the table that i usually played at was right there by this elevator that went downstairs to the nightclub or upstairs, which there's an elevator. If you, as you walk in, like if you're walking in from the flamingo side. Yes, I think that's exactly. I think that's. And then they they moved them all the way to the other end. Last time I was there, uh, basically towards the hotel front, which is on the back side of the casino. Yeah, no, that's where that those are the ones that I had played at. They were like right when you come in from like the side, if you cut through the horseshoe yeah. across Flamingo, and then all of a sudden you go in like the back way, like to where I played. And I, I didn't really like it there, but this one is a whole new thing. We walk up there, no one's there. And perfect. Nice. And Bo's like, Well, this Bo's great. He's like, You gotta ask yourself, why is there no one there? Yeah. But, 
is it a bad, is it, you know, is it a yeah. cold table? So I just go up there. I'm like, is this table horrible? Yeah. How's it going? Did you guys just open? And they're like, yeah, it's pretty good. We just opened. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so it was a positive table. Yeah, it was a positive table. All right. As long as, as long as the table was feeling nice and positive and warm and fuzzy and all that. That's important. That is so important. <laughs> and it was, and dude, it is, it's so important. And you know what? There were two, uh, two, the crew was two females, one dude floor was some dude. And they were all really, really nice. I've never had a bad dealer at Cromwell. <clears throat> I mean, they're so professional, uh, and usually easy to talk to get to chit chatting with if you want or whatever. Yeah. And you know, uh, Thank God, dude. I was like planning on playing Bellagio. So I was like, hmm, should I bring some cash? Because I have marker. I have a marker at Bellagio. And I was just thinking, oh, I don't hate carrying cash around. As, right. And especially I like to, you know, at times buy in for larger amounts. But I did bring cash. Thank fucking God that I brought it. Yes. Yes. Thanks. So Thanks. I wasn't that guy saying, oh, I can't go because I don't have cash. So uh, we all bought in and uh, what the session actually, I mean, it probably, it lasted, each of us were able to shoot three times before we ended up calling it. Right. Nice. Good little short session. I wouldn't say the table was not necessarily, if you compare it to like a place like Bellagio, it definitely had a little bounce to it for sure. It wasn't this super uh i'd say like true bounce at all to it it was definitely like a hair on the bouncy side it wasn't like the aria or a lot of other places could have been way worse could have oh, been yeah. way better a lot of shooters really liked cromwell at least back in the day i don't know if they've changed their layouts any but uh, some of my most epic las vegas runs are at the cromwell yeah dude i can't i knew and that's why i was texting you i was like uh we're at the cromwell <laughs> i know ed's gonna ed's gonna <laughs> Yeah, I was, was yeah, I was getting, uh, getting chills. <laughs> I was getting chills. Um, yeah, dude. So I got to tell you, man, I was a little nervous cause I haven't, uh, a, I haven't been, I mean, I've been practicing, but I haven't gone out and like shot live. So right. I'm always nervous. And by the way, for me personally, I don't know how it is for you, but I'm most nervous. And I have the most butterflies whenever I'm starting a session. I'm always like that. I don't care what it is. Same thing with a poker tournament or even, you know, when I was a musician playing, I'm the most nervous at the start. And to me, that's the most dangerous time where things can just go off the rails fast. Well, yeah, you have to kind of qualify yourself. As I say, I used to get nervous. I don't even think about it anymore, but I still don't bet heavy until I get a good reaction to what, what my toss is doing, what the surface of the table's like, what numbers am I hitting? Am I hitting what I, am I hitting what I expect to hit? That's always my first. Question. I think I, I think I qualified myself as a, you know, nervous, shooter. nervous little bitch. <laughs> was i was pretty much how i started well, out. you were you were I, with you were with you were with dice royalty yeah exactly and and then there's got this guy named pappy van winkle that Dude. you're playing with that you've never met before. i had no read on 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 mr van winkle at all dude okay but first off 
I really wanted him to have a long beard. That's what I wanted. You wanted the long beard. Someone with the Van Winkle moniker, dude, should have the long <laughs> beard, you know? But he didn't. Yeah. And nope. uh he didn't even have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, I was I was uh I yeah, you're right. We with Dice sort of, you know, OGs, man. That you know, Bo's a legend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love him. I even told him, I'm like, oh man, I'm a little nervous. Like just my throw, it, my throw was not, I wasn't feeling like super comfortable. I, I don't know why, because normally I could, I really don't care, but you know, I've got these two guys that are like, that have are way more experienced in the world of dice influence, dice setting for sure. And throwing oh, than yeah. I am doesn't even compare. I'm not even going to, you know, say I'm even close, you know, you know, Pappy has a bona fide logged roll, and I believe it was in Tunica, 92 rolls hand. Oh, my God. Do you, uh, how much money could you make on a 92? I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot. I, I, I know of another story we can get into on another podcast about, you know, over a quarter of a million coming off the table, but we'll get into that another day. What, those are dreams are made of. <laughs> well, you got to bet big to win big, dude. So tell me a little bit about the session. You guys had three, three hands each, you said? Yeah, three hands each before we stopped. It started kind of rocky. Was your energy messing up the table? No, my energy was all good and positive. I think, <laughs> I, but I was I w wasn't playing within myself like the game that I play normally, which is super dialed in. My first roll was okay. I started with your the set that I actually loved that you gave to me uh, that I yeah. ended up falling in love with. We're not going to name that set on the air, are we? I mean, name it? No. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> no. Well, we could name it, but I mean, you could come up with a name for it. I do, I do, I do name a lot of my sets, by the way. Oh man, you should be naming all these sets. I have names for me. You know, I have, uh, my Circa set, for example, but I have the June jam set. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, little things, but anyway, don't name that set. You can name it. Just don't, don't, give the, don't, don't give the configuration cause somebody go try it and lose a bunch of money. By the way, we're not responsible for your losses after listening to us. You listen, if anyone, no, we're no, and if we are not <laughs> responsible for any of that because if you're most likely the people that are listening to this are grown ass men, probably over Our the ladies. Age, Let's it, don't leave the ladies out. True, true. But the demo is going to be like, what do you think? 90%? Probably. Yeah, 90% men over the age of 50. You're a grown ass man. You should be responsible enough so that if we say, yeah, we're not responsible for whatever dumb shit you do. So, right. Ed. Anyway, we just had to get that disclaimer in, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Remember to do that. So, that set I was using. And by the way, some people might not even know what a set is, Ed. We'll figure that out later. All right. Let's, okay. Now, the guy next to me, he was like a rhythm roller setting his dice though with aces on top okay he just had good vibes he was just getting the dice throwing them real super positive super talkative i had bet the bonus on him 
right. 30 bucks on the bonus. And he was like, oh, I'm going to do that. So he threw 15 bucks up there. This guy proceeded to roll a 35 roller. Oh. And that is what got me up. Because you did cash up. You were up. And you were up with a comma. I mean, being up is one thing. Being up with a comma. <laughs> That's a different thing, right? I bought in for for 3000 That's what I bought in for. And, yeah. I mean, at one point, I was up like 2600 i left with like 1650 up which is a that's a that's a win huge win yeah. it's up over 50 yeah. percent of my buy-in so you got a little I mean, 50 on that last hand didn't you when you're playing with Bo, i and i told him this i mean you really appreciate what some of these ogs are really processing and the amount that they take in the amount of information that they take in is astounding i mean at a level and where like in you know? split seconds, in split seconds, they're taking it in like a computer. Well, yeah. And they're just so used to processing this info. So right after that roll, he came up to the guy. He's like, do you know that you rolled 35 times and you hit <laughs> X amount of X? Like, just keeping track of this. I'm so focused on just what, how I'm working this, my section, my yeah. bets, what's happening uh, that I block a lot of things out. Yeah. Bo, Bo has a way of, and I'll maybe explain it to you some other time, maybe a video. Um, Bo has a way that's, that's a very common way. Thanks to Bo of tracking all the numbers that are thrown during a hand using the chips in his rack. So that's what he was doing. If he, if he, if Bo said it was 35, it was exactly 35. And he knew how many of each box number the guy hit. By the way, Bo needs to be like one of the first people that we have on this show. I think we will. I yeah. think we will. It'd be great. I mean, he's just a joy, joy to be around. He did, that guy just makes me smile. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he can't help. It. He's always smiling. And I got to credit like you and mudslide Mac for, you know, saying you got to get in touch with Bo because he yeah. is very, I think, uh, I think mudslides quote was very metaphysical. <laughs> Sounds like mudslide. Don't you love, don't you love these, uh, these old handles everybody uses? Dude, the handles are amazing. That's we're recording that episode soon too, because that yeah. is hilarious. It's yeah. just hilarious. We've dude. all got the old handles. Yeah. They don't call you by your name. They just call you by your handle. Oh, I like it. Here's the other thing about, uh, about Bo that I could really appreciate. And I told him is that this dude, call it, call it intuition, call it intuition or anything. He turned his, he has a system or he turned his bets off three times, not one, not two, three times right before a seven hit. That's impressive. Isn't that amazing? I was like, Bo, I appreciate what you, you just did. Because that is absolutely impressive. The just the intuition and the feel for the game yeah. that he had to do that, and he, I think uh, we'll ask him about it. But I think he what he does is, if a horn, if a ace deuce or uh, eleven, he'll turn his bets off for one. I think if aces or midnight rolls, he'll turn it off for two. But man, when you see it work, you're like, yeah, maybe there's it something saves, to it. It saves his bankroll. Pappy had a great roll. One thing about his shot, man which I love. He's got a great shot, man. He 
throws that, it like gives the stick man like a shave. It is so close <laughs> to the line. It is beautiful, dude. Yeah. It is beautiful yeah. how close yeah. it, I mean, it like, the stick man has to like, has to back away. It's like just yeah. shaves them, man. You can't have a big, you can't have a big bellied stick man with, uh, <laughs> with, with Pappy shooting from stick, right? Cause <laughs> it was awesome. It was like yeah. right down the line every oh, time. Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him many times. Oh, it's, it's a great shot. Perfect. And then after three, we just called it. Uh, I think everyone knew, like we kind of knew and the energy was shifting and it was good. And I think, you know, everyone was up and it was, it was the time to leave. Yeah. Like I say, if you can leave with a comma in your, in your winnings. Well, and then after we went to the bar, yeah, they had some wine. We called you. It was, yeah, it was you did great. Call it was, all good, it was yeah, all good times, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that was about halfway into a bottle of wine when he called. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll tell all of your fellow craps playing friends about it. Please follow Casino Tears on Apple podcast, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. If you like the show, please rate it five stars and leave a review. The best and most fun way to contact us would be to call and leave a message on our official Casino Tears vent line, 22907. You can also email us at no7 at casinotears.com. And lastly, to help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash casinotears. On behalf of Roll to Win Craps from Alabama and 10 Ton is number one from Las Vegas, thanks for listening.